Hey mama, is the number one dream in your heart to have more time to be present with your kids? Do you wish you could be present enough to help create and instill godly character? Yet you are so busy with work, drowning in the to-dos, the laundry, and the carpool lines. Hi, I'm Michelle, a mom to three energetic kids, wife to an amazing guy, and daughter of the king. For years, I tried to manage my home while struggling to still have time to pour into my kids. The guilt was overwhelming, and the to-do list just kept growing, and I was completely overwhelmed and stressed until I realized that I could create systems in my life and my motherhood that would change everything. In this podcast, you will learn time management, batching, habit stacking, setting boundaries, home organization, outsourcing, and you better believe we are going to be dishing out some chores so we can create hours of intentional time to pour into our kids since that is our number one priority as vibrant moms. Grab that lukewarm coffee. Let's stop time. Hey friends, I'm excited to hang out today. We are going to be talking about how to help your cluttered kitchen and if your kitchen is stressing you out. We'll talk through three easy solutions to creating a new organized space. I know we all could use that, right? So let's jump in. As always, I'm super excited that you're here and thanks for listening to the Busy Vibrant Mom podcast. Come on along for this journey. Grab a pen and paper if you'd like and let's get started. So I know that spaces in our home where our family naturally kind of hangs out and eats meals and does life tend to be the most cluttered. How many times have you cleaned off the kitchen counter today? (laughs) Probably three or four times already, right? You pick up a bunch of items off the floor or things that don't belong to you. Maybe you've sifted through the mail on the counter or pushed a giant stack of papers aside so that you have room to eat lunch. Definitely, me too. And that's not even talking about when kids get home from school. But you don't have to be frustrated and stressed out by your cluttered kitchen anymore. So today I'm really excited to be talking about just some really practical ways to help you with that and talk through three easy solutions to creating an organized space, specifically in dealing with your kitchen. Recently, we talked on episode 315 about just ways that you can organize your space or keep your home more clean, and that was more of a overall tips and tricks. So go back and listen to that episode if you would like, but that's more talking about your home as a whole and some bigger puzzle pieces that you can do to kind of keep your home organized. Today, we are going to be focusing specifically on the kitchen because we know that's where a lot of craziness happens. That's where a lot of life happens. We're in the kitchen making meals, eating, doing homework, doing all the things, right? So today we are going to focus a little bit more on the kitchen. Now, if you or your family is anything like me and our family with three kiddos in (laughs) now middle school, almost high school and elementary school, 
they get home from school, especially our boys, and want to eat snacks, and they don't want to do their homework right away. So there's like books, there's books and backpacks and water bottles and lunch boxes and snacks and more books. And then there's stuff from for homework and all the other things all sprinkled around the kitchen counter, like within the first five or 10 minutes. I feel like they just open the car door walk into the kitchen from the garage and then poof, like it, like their backpacks explode and they're like littering the kitchen counter. It's just everywhere. So specifically in this episode, we're going to talk just some ways that you can help with those flat surfaces, because I think the flat surfaces of your counter, your countertops, or we even have a piece of furniture that's in the corner of our kitchen and that gets cluttered with all kinds of things, projects and papers and just random things that don't have another place end up there. So today we'll talk about how to make your kitchen feel a bit more organized and how to best deal with those kind of trouble spots, those big troublemakers, right? All right, grab that pen and paper, as I mentioned, or I love to take notes on my phone on the app section if that's available to you. If you're driving, obviously just listen and do your best to drive. There's always crazy drivers out there, right? As we start, I just want to preface this by saying if you are feeling overwhelmed and kind of frustrated in your space, you feel a little stressed out as you look at your kitchen and you just don't know where to start. I would just really challenge you that if you need some help to reach out, I would love to just help you get things in order to a state where you're like, okay, I got it to this state. Now I can go from here. Now I know how things should be organized or, oh, I hadn't thought of this. And here's a new way to deal with these problems that keep coming up. If you're finding that and that's causing you stress, I would just love to be able to help you out of that because you don't have to stay in that stressful situation where you just come home and you feel like there's just such a better way. So if you need some help, reach out to me. You can grab a free 15 minute coaching call with me and just see if coaching is a good fit for you. Maybe there's something else that you need that could be even better. So grab a coaching call with me. You can contact me at coaching, C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G, at birdmichelle, B-Y-R-D-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E.com. And uh, let's hang out. So if you are listening to this and as we kind of talk through things, you're thinking, oh, I wish my space was just at a level where I could maintain it. If you need help getting to that space or beyond, just let me know. All right, here we go. As I mentioned, in case you missed it, go back to episode 315, where we kind of talk about six broad puzzle pieces or ways that you can help your home. And so those are really helpful in looking at your home as an overall big piece if your home is stressing you out. But today we'll just be talking about specifically about the kitchen, right? That's a big enough space. And there's enough things that go on in there that are specific to that room. Uh, Before we get started, one other quick note. I have to say, I love the Lazy Genius podcast with Kendra Adache. She is amazing. 
And she wrote a book all about how to organize your kitchen in a way that works best for you. I love her book, The Lazy Genius Kitchen, because it really helps you organize your kitchen the way you want and the way that works best for you. So if you need an extra bedtime reading or a book on your bedside table, then grab that book. No affiliate or anything. It's just, I have found it to be really helpful. I've given it as gifts to other people, especially teacher's gifts. <laughs> I found that works well because everybody has a kitchen, right? So if you need a little bit of extra help or want to check that out, I know that she has some good advice in there. All right. Number one is arranging and storage. This may seem very intuitive, but you want to put things where you will be most likely to use them. So of course, pots and pans near the stove and so forth. So if there's a piece of something that you don't use very often and you put it way back in the back, you probably won't use it. So just be mindful of the things that you have and where you're keeping them. When you go to reach for something, it should be right there. So you kind of want to organize your kitchen in the way of how you're going to use it. So the items that you're using are close to the things that you're going to use them with. One example is like if you're cooking and you use cooking spray or olive oil and that kind of thing, you know, the giant olive oil containers that you can get from Costco. Well, those are like huge and nobody has a cabinet that's big enough to just keep those in. So a lot of times what we do is we have a smaller container like for balsamic vinegar or for oil or whatever that might be that we are using daily. And so we'll just refill it instead of using the big giant bottle that might be hard to store and hard to pour. And maybe you're not able to put it in the place that you want that would be most useful. And then you end up putting it somewhere else in your kitchen and that doesn't work as well. So think about those kind of things. If there's a small little tweak that you can make in either moving things around, shifting things to where you need them, or perhaps combining things or making things a little smaller or useful in that space. That is the first one. It's kind of arranging and storage. And as I said, that one, You'll have to think about how you use the space and how you use certain things. So just be mindful of your drawers, especially those are the best storage areas, I think, to keep things organized. And so just think about, am I using this drawer to its full potential? Do I really need to put all the napkins and placemats and stuff in here? If we only use four placemats, maybe we keep those somewhere else that's easy to use and we make this drawer tea or we make it coffee or we make it something that we are going to be using all the time. So just be mindful of that. Just start thinking as you're using your kitchen, if things are in the most appropriate places, I guess you would say. So think about that for number one. Number two would be systems and routines. Now your kitchen is like a powerhouse. It just changes and the space changes throughout the day. In the morning, it might be a space for breakfast or conversation or packing lunches. You're getting those kids ready to get off to school. You're trying to grab your morning coffee, right? 
And then during the day, it might collect various items. Maybe if you had a trip to the store and you have a bunch of things that you got out of the car, they end up in the kitchen. You brought home the mail from outside, that ends up in the kitchen. Or you got a Costco order with a bunch of stuff. All the things, right, end up in your kitchen throughout the day. Not to mention when your kids come home, right? Like I mentioned, they just unload their backpacks. So even if you do have the kitchen counters clean, there's backpacks and lunches and water bottles and everything out all over. And then in the evening, your kitchen kind of changes again. It's a place where your family is gathered for meals usually. You're doing homework. You're making lunches. You're preparing dinner, right? And then at some point, maybe you relax, (laughs) Maybe, hopefully, but it can also be a space where you, you know, sit down and enjoy a glass of wine and just relax with your husband. Maybe have some yummy after uh, dinner tea. I know I have a very good friend who she loves drinking the bedtime, like sleepy time tea every evening. And that's like their routine after dinner. So that is just a small window into how your kitchen is changing and that space is changing throughout the day. So no wonder it can feel really unorganized and all over the place, right? The key is really to have systems and routines. Those will be your friends. They will help you keep it tidy and more manageable, and they will also help you alleviate lots of stress. So let's talk through that just really quick. Some of the keys that will help will be to have certain times where you tidy up. This might mean you're tidying up after breakfast. For us, our routines are to kind of tidy it up after breakfast and maybe some during the day, but really during the day, I don't really do much in the kitchen. I might eat something very quick for lunch or maybe if we get some things, I put them over to the side and deal with them later, but I deal mostly with the kitchen in the evening. I'd say that's kind of the powerhouse of our kitchen. We have a big kitchen table, so our kids do homework right there where we can see what they're doing on the computer. That's for another time and place on screen usage, but they're in the kitchen so that we can help them with homework and that they're right there and we can kind of interact with them. And then we're also making dinner, making lunches, doing dishes, all the things. So The kitchen is kind of a powerhouse in the evening time. So with that, I think tidying up, we tidy up, as I said, after all the kids have gone to school, they put all their dishes in the sink and they're supposed to put away, you know, cereal and milk, but oftentimes the kitchen counters need a little wipe down and maybe there's some things that are left out. I kind of do a little tidy up in the morning to reset the kitchen. And then every time I walk by the kitchen, it doesn't look crazy and make me stressed. I know it's just kind of reset and everything's wiped down and so forth. And then in the evening, after we have dinner and do homework and all the things, we reset the kitchen before we go upstairs, which involves putting away anything that's out, packing up backpacks. So those kind of things aren't out, packing up lunches and those go in the refrigerator. So that isn't out doing dishes or putting away dishes. So those are all cleaned up. So it's just kind of a reset and tidy for the next day, the next morning. And it's super helpful, but systems and routines will definitely make it easier to manage all those tasks 
as you're kind of, you have that routine in the evening. Specifically, I think routines will help save kind of your brain power in the evening, right? And alleviate decision-making and processing. Like when we first start to get dinner together, I know what I'm going to put in lunches because we usually put the same thing. I have to say, our kids are kind of boring, but we've found that these are the things they like and they will eat. So if they're bored with those, we give them other options, other choices. But for the most part, it's like, okay, you need to have a fruit, a vegetable, and a protein, and maybe some yummy snack, right? So those type of things, we have the same type of stuff that goes into their lunches all the time. So I can start doing those because it's a routine and I don't have to think about oh wait, what are we putting in their lunch? And so that's super helpful. It's also helpful with making dinner. They, we usually have like the same veggies that they have just to start off with. Sometimes they have some other ones that we cook, but it's just to get them started. Like, okay, here we go. We'll clean up the kitchen and we'll get dinner started. And this, you kind of run into your same evening rhythms and routines, and that will help minimize that stress of, Oh, my kitchen, everything is everywhere. That's a huge thing of just systems and routines. Number three, one of my favorites is to declutter. Now, the truth is the less stuff that you have, the easier it is to move around in your kitchen, to keep it clean, to manage all the things, and also to find the things you need when you're cooking. How many times have you opened that miscellaneous drawer and you have like two or three can openers and four pairs of scissors and like 15 spatulas, but you really only reach for one spatula or one really good knife that you love, right? Be honest with yourself and think about grabbing a box and filling it with at least 10 items. I know you can probably find 10 items in your kitchen that you don't need anymore. Now, we keep a pretty clean kitchen because my husband doesn't like, he's the chef, uh, let's be honest, and he makes amazing food, but he likes to arrange it in the way that he likes to do it. And so we don't have a lot of excess like stuff because he's... He's pretty frank. He's like, I'm not going to use that, or I won't cook with that, or I've never cooked with that, or I don't need that pan, or I only like this one. And so a lot of the excess we've been able to give away, but we still went through the kitchen just randomly, and we found at least 20 items. We were like, I don't think we've ever used this. And so (laughs) we donated all those items. It's those things that you're like, this was given to me and I've never really used it or I acquired it from here or I thought I might use it. And when was the last time I actually used it? Or maybe this item we have duplicates of, right? Like when our kids were little, we had a bunch of little spatulas that we'd gotten from the dollar store where they could help make food and they could help in any of the recipes and baking and that kind of thing. They all had their own little spatula. Well, (laughs) now they're older and they don't usually need their own little spatula. They can use whatever spatula we have. We're not usually all doing cooking at the same time. Maybe my husband's cooking and he asked for one of them to help, but I was like, we don't need 15 spatulas. So it's just a matter of kind of going through and 
it's just going through your stuff routinely. I know a YouTuber called Dawn, the minimal mom. She's super fun to uh, watch if you've seen any of her shows, but she talks about like the onion method of decluttering and the fact that when you first declutter, you're going to find a lot of things like, oh yeah, this I haven't used and this is actually broken. And this, you know, we usually use this other one and we have a duplicate and so forth. So you'll have like maybe a good amount of stuff. And then the second time you go through, it's a little bit harder to find things, but you might find a couple more things. And then the third time you go through, you might find just two or three things. So it's that thought of like, just constantly going through things. The first stage you might be a little bit easier to find a bunch of stuff you're ready to part with. So decluttering can be just huge. I think visually it really helps not to have a lot on your counter. So if you're visually walking into your kitchen, you want to make your counters look as clean and sleek as possible because the less stuff that you have out on them, the more your brain will (laughs) will just think that it's magically decluttered. So it's a matter of putting papers where they need to go and not leaving them there, having a system for backpacks or lunches or water bottles or all the things that end up in the kitchen, having a system for that and keeping the counters really clean. That's just the key, I think. Not having a lot of the appliances live on the counter. I know we have our toaster underneath um, in one of our cupboards. And so that works fine for us. We only have a coffee maker and a blender that live out on the counter all the time. And so those things live there. But other than that, we don't have any other appliances on the countertop just to keep it as clean as possible. I really hope that these have helped and that just talking through some of these different solutions will act just as a jumping off point for you. As busy moms, I know your time and energy and brain power is limited, especially in the evenings and at the end of the day. So just take some of these thoughts and these things that we've been talking about as kind of small breadcrumbs and then just sprinkle them in. So maybe implement a couple of them. Maybe this evening at dinner time, open up a drawer and be like, oh, We have 15 spatulas, which three are my favorite, or take five or 10 minutes and look through and find a box of stuff that you can stick out in the garage to give away. Or maybe it's this weekend. Maybe you're watching a football game or some other fun things on TV, and that's a great time to just declutter and go through spaces. I really just hope that these have, as we said, helped you just bring some things to mind and some little tiny steps that you can take. Not huge. So move forward very slowly. And I just hope that you're able to just love your kitchen and the space that you're in. Love your kiddos and have just really fun times with them and that your kitchen will not be the one speaking to you, not the one saying, I'm super crowded and I'm unorganized and it's a mess, but that you would be able to put all that aside and just hang out with your family. Now, remember if you do need help in 
making sure that that happens, that you're not having to use up a lot of brain power in thinking about how to organize your kitchen, but you just feel really excited to walk into that space and more excited that your family's there and that's a space that you can all easily hang out in. If you need some help, I would love to help you. So you can grab a free coaching call with me. We can just check if it's what you need and you can contact me at coaching, C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G at birdmichelle.com, B-Y-R-D-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E.com. And I hope that you have an amazing rest of your day until next time. Have a busy, vibrant day. Did this podcast bless you? Did you learn something new? Did this podcast encourage you? Please leave our mom a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it blessed you, encouraged you, or challenged you in some new way that is helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs community too? I also would love if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave me a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know that you are actually enjoying the show and that it is blessing you. Plus, it makes me happy to hear from you. Come on over to our free community, birdmichelle.com, and grab your free gifts. I have free productivity programs and everything you need to know about working with me taking my courses or connecting. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode. 